2: And I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset.
0: We are three years, 11 months, and four days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside, well, we got a full house, don't we? it is going to be interesting uh i'm going to start with uh well we got everybody here we got bruce adams we got ned and we got marty foster uh let's start with a fan favorite yeah let's start with the fan favorite the man that has nothing to say who mentioned it in prep that he has nothing to say but he's here anyway marty how are you i'm fine thank you very much
5: for asking but i really haven't got a lot to say got most of the things off my chest uh with yesterday uh or yeah, you know, what we recorded yesterday. Um I, I feel like I'm in, in need of oratory Viagra.
0: Okay, something I to can, put some, some I can back into the paper. I can accommodate. Yeah, I, uh, I tell you what, I will start. Uh, should I start with that? No, No, I'll, I'll let Ned do his thing because this is you know his, he's he's going. Uh, uh, but. I suppose we could start. I don't know. We'll see. Ned, how are you? Fine. Very Fine. good. Bruce. It's, it's, it's
4: nice just to just have a giggle.
0: <laughs> yes, of course. We just had a big giggle in uh, uh, in prep. Yeah, Bruce. How are you? I'm healthy and
4: alive. Doing well. And Johnny, how are you?
0: I'm doing fine. If I felt any better, get it wouldn't your be act legal. Together, yes, me. I know. I'm trying to get all this stuff worked out. Shall I start with something to put lead in your pencil, Marty?
4: Oh yeah, put if that you. purple thing, in purple pill in his mouth. Okay, or, let me let me ask want.
0: you. Yeah, let me let me ask you a question, just to, to kind of lead up to this, just to kind of frame it for you. What do you think of Joe Biden and his faculties? Do you think that he's aware of everything that he does, and he's he's very well-spoken and he can manage situations and he doesn't have to worry about reading scripts and he can just deal with world leaders right off the, the cusp, the cuff things.
5: uh, Not off the cusp, but off the cuff. (laughs) Cuff. Uh, No, no. The man is, the man is completely demented or is one of the best actors on the face of the earth because he's having to get the mental, uh, faculty instability, defence ready because his time in court is coming. Um, but I think his, his his legal team are getting that in place, and it's always easier to to put that case forward if it's actually true. And in this case, I firmly believe he is away with the fairies. But I've you're about to.
4: I've got a question on that way. You just made something pop into my head. It- is there a drug out there or is there some form of medication that can put you in a state that simulates dementia and then uh, when you get weaned off it, you're okay a, again?
5: That's a very good question. That's a good question, yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. They can make anything these days, can't they? Because, you know what I mean, do...
4: there's, there's such a radical decline all of a sudden and then he's there. It's not
5: all of a sudden.
0: It's not No, all it's all been a an ongoing thing, yeah.
4: Yeah, but it happened. I mean, he was speaking within a period of about two, three weeks. Yeah. He really went yeah.
0: lump. He went right off the edge. He was
4: yeah. in politics as he was a. Oh, Obama's he's been in there a while. He's
5: been feet, very famous. Oh, no, 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 no. he's,
0: he's, he's actually he's been around. oldest just, serving politician, I think.
4: Yeah, he's been he's, in there yeah, yeah, forever.
0: Serving poli- he's been in there since he got out of college, I believe. And, yeah, so
5: another one with no flipping experience about anything, but... Um you would have thought if he'd been in it that long, um he might have made it uh to the top job a bit sooner, perhaps, but he 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 didn't. And well so maybe he's that that fainting goat sacrifice that um (laughs) that certain shepherds use, you know. You know, you breed you breed a goat. There is a breed of goat that faints um as soon as it's startled. And is this is um, the movie they made, the men that stare at goats, is that no, no no, no. no, no. It's just an no, no, actual no. actual breed of goat, and it's it's there so that if you've got an expensive herd of sheep or flock of sheep, I should say, and the wolf rocks up, this goat faints, and all the sheep run away, and the wolf eats the goat, you see. So that's I see. that's the idea. That's the idea with Biden, I think. Um oh, he's he's been thought. he's a full guy. And are you now going to show that last press conference that he did? No. where No? Okay. But you you do have a piece of
0: of VT somewhere, don't you? I do, yes. Uh, Do you remember, uh, this is another member of the cabinet that's speaking on his his cognitive abilities. Bruce, do you want to weigh in on any of that before... before we
3: you know, get to this clip, you have already seen the clip, so you can't give any spoiler alerts. No, I was just uh, kind of going over uh, some of the numbers and statistics uh, on Biden when he went into office and whatnot. So, OK, not really well, anything just
4: ba- Basically, I mean, he was just um, a vice presidential butt bun for Obama, wasn't he?
0: Well, that, really? and he was actually put into the Senate by Armin Hammer, who was um, what we call Lenin's capitalist. Uh, that's who he was actually known as. Uh, but anyway, yeah. they, they, who re- actually replaced uh, Al Gore Sr., oddly enough, there was a, his, his Senate seat. How yeah.
4: oh, dare they create a goat like that? Oh, goats that's are lovely. A,
0: it's <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the cabinet member, the uh, the Treasury Secretary, Marty, uh, Miss, the woman you called Miss Betty White? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, she, she was speaking in a CBS interview about... Joe Biden's cognitive abilities and see if you agree with this assessment or not. And she, I mean, she lays it all out there.
1: Special
3: counsel, her's report came out and it called President Biden a well-meaning elderly
2: man with a poor memory.
1: Do you agree with that? I absolutely disagree with that. I work very closely with President Biden and I'm often with him on foreign trips and important meetings with foreign leaders. Um, I've in both both of his recent um, meetings with President Xi. These are long, difficult meetings, and he's at the top of his game. He understands the issues. He's articulate in um, framing uh, responses, um, not just talking from notes, but in real time, interacting effectively um, to what his counterparts put on the table. He has a deep understanding of the issues. And um, I I think that um, what the special counsel said was very unfair. President Biden is a very effective and thoughtful leader. We're lucky to have his leadership.
0: You see, I think you're just misreading things, Marty. I, I had to put some lead in your pencil there. Um, I reckon that this is a case
5: of uh, don't let the cat out of the bag because that very elderly lady who is in charge of your money. If she admitted that Biden is a dementia-ridden um geriatric, then she would have to fall into the same category. Um I know I've got someone close to me. Actually no i try and keep them as far away as but All right, it's my mother in law. Um she's got dementia and it's got worse and it gets progressively worse and you see how there's these subtle changes but they can happen in sudden spurts you know it it can get progressively worse and um you know quantifiably worse in the space of 2 weeks to a month and at one point um she sat there and told me how she loved it when she went to see The Lion King and and what the stage could do and, and all the different aspects of the theatre. What she was actually doing was treating something that we had told her about um, that we'd been and experienced uh, as if it was a memory rather than something she'd been told. And, you know... Biden's getting getting that way. I think he he really really is. He should not be anywhere near nuclear triggers policy making. He should not be in the White House. Uh, simple as that. And what's her name? Betty White. Whatever her name was. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, she's in the
0: same category. Yeah. I had to start off with a little bit of humor. That's that's what I had to do. Ned, what do you got today? Where do you want to lead off?
4: I don't know. The Oh, what were we talking about in PrEP? There was something. He's talked about France. Out of France?
0: Yeah. yeah. I've, got, I've so got it right here we, in front of already,
4: me. Now, yeah. We've already talked about that. The EU uh, is doing a re, uh, revision on the European Union pharm- pharmaceutical legislation, and the lobbyists are coming out of every
0: corner. Of course they are. There's a lot of money to be because-
4: had there. Well, no, it's because basically there's an article published in the International Journal of Molecular Sciences. And I I looked at it and I went, oh, that's going to upset somebody because they refer to the mRNA, right, basically as a gene therapy. And this is how everybody wants to, where they want to put it. And the lobbyists don't want to put it there. So guess what? They decided to hold a big dinner, i.e., pay for the dinner for the, the European the, Parliament. Is it the Palace
0: of Versailles? Is that where they had it, like the last time? <laughs> no,
4: they, 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 you know, like, sometimes they dress up in Parliament and they have oh, yes. meals and that.
0: Well, they, yes, of course, they formal put it dinners, all, yeah. Like, yeah. They put
4: the lot on. So basically, this happened on this happened last month. It's mainly Moderna and BioNTech lobbyists there. And basically, they paid for the lunch in the European government. And basically, they stood up and they voiced, they said, a clear, broad scope uh, and clear demarcation between... Gene therapies, medicinal products, that alter human genomes and those that do not, like mRNA. And they literally voice that, that that has no chance of affecting the genome, a person's genome. And that is what they're trying to push through and to actually prove that because they want to take it. Because if they get left, left in the gene therapy thing, then it's a vast amount of time now. All the trials have got to be done. And it takes years and years and years and that'll put M- mRNA to the side. And they're spending millions on this, lobbying the European... And, well, you know what's going to happen, don't you? Yeah, they're going to pass it as anyway. one of the lanes in there, but yep. that's something that can't happen. People, Europe, you cannot afford that to happen. No one can afford that to happen. Every time you get a pushback from people, it seems that they do something to push back and penalise somebody as well, you know, to make a show of them. One of the doctors in New Zealand got stripped of his finally got stripped because he he went to a tribunal and they finally stripped him of his uh titles and everything and he was one one of the guys in the early days cuz so I was following it it was a, a Peter Kennedy, and he questioned it from the beginning all about uh covid I mean, mean, he was a doctor on internal medicine, respiratory intensive care, radiology. He's got a list as long as they come. And he fought this from the beginning, and he actually took it to, and he went to the tribunal. He even had lawyers there and everything. And normally at a tribunal, they make a decision. This took months. And then the decision was made against him. And that was it. That's all that came out of it. And he's lost everything. That is the risk
5: that you take yeah. when you put, you know, your future and, you know, your, your very livelihood in the hands of the courts because the courts are appointed by politicians. The politicians are sponsored and paid for oh, by yeah, we big know that.
4: business. But I, and, personally, it's yeah. an ethical and moral point. I, I tell you what, respect, man. That is something. That, yeah. There's not enough on it. If,
5: uh, if, mRNA therapies got put through the full process of testing yes it would take a very long time they want to make nearly everything all new
4: vaccinations based on this this you see this that kind well, of technology used that is the only reason it got through because they said it was a vaccine
5: yeah Exactly. And that's what they want to do. They want to and do vaccines. that is not
4: be classified as a gene therapy. Well, it is a gene therapy. It
5: makes minute adjustments to your DNA to do certain things. And whilst it might not change your DNA per se, that's not to say generation after generation, those changes
4: won't come about. Accumulate. Yeah. And, yeah, well, um, yeah, this is it. I mean, when you affect a, a person's immune system and make it open to something else, you are making them susceptible. And it does change the. Uh, the uh, uh, by just being associated with a retrovirus. That is where RNA affects DNA. The basis yeah. of it is there. And that is a problem. And that one word, as long as it's allowed to be called a vaccination, and not a that's therapy. the only way they can get it through. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what the big fight is on all about
5: and of course the indemnity from prosecution only extends to the covid vaccine not to any other treatment so all the time that they can call them vaccines it. it's it's covering their ass so that they don't wind up paying out millions if not billions in compensation to the people they're injuring and, and, as as and they at the moment yeah yeah
4: as long as they Just can you call got it, it on a, a the childhood vaccine thing, remember the child Im- immunization programs because it's classified they're telling it's a vaccine and this is where it's got to stop because yeah. once it gets classified as gene therapy it gets removed right away from the children you see what i mean because then yeah. because they get immunity via especially in america as well they get immunity via the child immunization program don't they for vaccines because once it's in the american program yeah they it's, can't be held accountable isn't yeah, that it's right li-
0: it's been given liability protection at that point that's why they want yeah. to add it yeah
4: that, yeah. is, that vaccine status has to go.
0: Yeah. It has uh, on to be classified as gene therapy. On sorry. screen here while you're... No, no, no. While you're sorry, of, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> um, <laughs> this this chart that's here on screen, these are uh, official numbers out of the New Zealand government. The blue line that you see here, This is, these are numbers that are reported over the course of uh, going on three years uh, of a COVID, COVID vaccine rollout. These are the excess deaths. The blue line that you see there are people that took one dose. The red line are people that took two doses. Purple line is the people that took three. Green is four. Orange is five or more doses. And the people that took zero doses are the black line there at the bottom. Yeah. That's actually lower. So the that's that's the, the expected out. number. Yeah. Of,
5: yeah, the expected number of deaths amongst people who didn't take the vaccine has has fallen. So people who didn't take the vaccine have not died as much as people who do. There's an anomaly there because you say the blue line was one dose.
0: One dose, yes.
5: Yeah. The red line is two. Yes. Yeah. Which is higher than the blue. But the Correct. purple actually falls below, which is three
3: doses. Correct. Falls below two doses. Uh, Makes you wonder, doesn't uh, it? When I want to jump in real quick. the the on. The one dose was higher like it It looks like f- to me the people that took one dose it killed off a lot of the ones that took one dose the ones that went and took two doses were the remainder of the ones that took one dose yeah that's why i think the numbers are lower there uh than the others that uh, makes it, sense. It, it, and the yeah. crossing
0: the crossing yeah. of the line that you see right there that's a cross of the people that took three and the people that took five or more so that's not two
4: yeah and the thing is they kept pushing it and pushing it and you yeah. really don't know well New Zealand had exactly the, what was in them.
0: Yeah, well New Zealand had the the most strict mandates under Ardern, if you recall. Yeah. It was compulsory there. Yeah.
4: And if and if you look at the information that came out on the maps, there was very localized area where they were higher than other places. It's like, I mean, some people say that's a conspiracy, but it wasn't like across the board. It was prevalent in certain areas. And that's pretty scary. If you but think there's, about it,
5: there's within New Zealand, and I'm only going from yeah you know, stuff I've I've heard. I've not visited the country personally, but I know you have. But there is a there's a distinct distrust between the Maori people and what they call the Pakeha, the white folk. And there was a lower uptake amongst Maori people for the vaccine than that there was amongst the white and other races population within within New Zealand uh, and I and I think that may have also had something to do with it and as i understand it there were areas of New Zealand that were basically turned into um detention camps for for people who refused to take the vaccine and it worked out fairly easily for them because they were all Maori communities so um Arden had her, her work sort of almost half done for her. All she had to do was put a police cordon around that particular town village. Just before we close off on this, or you carry on with this, I don't, I don't know. The the whole idea was open to my eyes when you mentioned about CRISPR, and I watched the documentary about its development. It's
4: Interesting, wasn't it?
5: And when when you've got a treatment that can perhaps uh, reverse uh, congenital blindness or deafness yeah. by splicing um, a, a you know a, a new gene in that 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 fixes the problem. Then why wouldn't anybody want that if they could have it? What I think is happening is they are doing trials with mRNA to see what they can do with it. But the thing is. They're not doing them in controlled laboratory conditions. They are using the entire (laughs) planet as as guinea pigs, as a global (laughs) lab. And uh, we speculated quite some time ago when, during the vaccine rollout, that, oh, look, that needle didn't appear to go into that politician's arm. Or, oh, look, that celebrity hasn't really just had a jab They've not because they 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 put it on TV. They put Carl it out there. To,
0: to, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He went with a with a mask on through the drive through vaccination thing. And Bruce actually caught it on the video before I did. They took the cap off of the needle, and the 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 woman that was administering the injection put the cap on his arm and then put the needle into the cap. When the the syringe, yeah. was, like when she pushed the plunger down, it was empty.
5: Now, to be fair, it could have been a case of. They'd already done the jab. They realised they didn't get a very good shot. They didn't want to give him another one immediately, so they pretended to do it. Maybe
0: you know, Maybe. just to I, just to play I devil's think, advocate there. Yeah, I I think that my my speculation is is that none of them took it. Uh, and I think yeah. didn't we talk about there was an exemption that was given? Ned, you brought that yes. up a couple of weeks ago. There was an exemption that was given, but there was a gag order that had to be signed. Australia. Yeah. So if yeah, you didn't take it, yeah. If you didn't take it, then but, but the um, thing was there was were only uh,
4: there was there was several hundreds of them. But the, the problem was they got the exemptions that they, the, they were the middle to higher level, and all the nurses and all the social workers weren't allowed. No, they weren't. They, they had, had to. Take to. It. Yeah. Uh, and what I what I think is actually happening is
5: that these. These ultra-rich or these powerful politicians and, uh, and you know, that, that shady lot that are calling some of these shots, no pun intended, they are desperate to uh, live as long as possible so that they can enjoy the planet once they've f***ing done away with us. And the advances in gene therapies are exactly what's going to help them do that. We had uh, my good friend Vince on, and by the use of supplements and a change of diet and a change of lifestyle, not reversing the aging process, but certainly slowing it down. These bastards want to, want to reverse it. They, they want genes that will make them forever young. I mean, your body tells itself when to start shutting down. Up to a certain age, your liver can regenerate new lobes. Your brain activity and the way your neurons fire off and link together to create, I don't know, knowledge stored... Yeah, the, they, these things, they open up links and pathways. That's right, but they they stop at a certain age, and it's your own genetic makeup that tells your body when to start dying, and that's what these bastards are after doing. They are trying to create treatments that can let those that can afford it have the benefit of it and i think they're using us as guinea pigs and i really do sound like i'm wearing a tin foil hat at the moment no
4: and the next time you no. have a conversation with ferrari you've got the answer what are Actually, we gonna do with all these useless people well lab them
0: yeah i'm that's gonna true. use them as lab rats that's true marty if you'd like i can play with the next piece of audio i have lined up here you did you just said put lead in your pencil yeah, I, I can I Yeah, can but I'm
5: feeling bad now because the the, uh, the other two guys are on here and I'm talking too much again. So, yeah, well, play this and, yeah. and then I'm going to sit in the play corner.
0: This. Yeah, because this is, well, I, I'm going to need your considered and informed opinion on this one because, okay. I mean, you're, you're talking about how they're going to it's live not, it's forever. It's not going to be about guns and things, is it? No, 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 of course not. I would never not do too. such a thing being a filthy American as I am like that. Absolutely not. Not going to be anything about guns. No, this is about how going forward in the future, how all of our choices and all of our bodies, all of our bodies are going to be merged into one thing. And nobody says it better than, well,
2: this individual here. When we talked about the first industrial revolution, we had, of course, the steam engine. uh, We had electricity. But now we have a multitude of technologies, all working together to a certain extent in combination. Just think of the power of the combination of artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and big data. Uh, So it's a combination of the different technologies which really bring the fundamental change. And finally, um, I think we have to be prepared for a world where we see a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological uh, dimensions. So it will be a world integrating so physical, biological, and um, the uh, di- uh, uh, digital dimensions. So it will be a new world. And um, I'm looking for a minister in 10 years. Uh, probably it will be completely different from what it is now.
5: Yeah. Um... You've all seen the film Airplane, haven't you? Oh yeah. You know the scene where the woman's in hysterics and talking crazy She's stuff about. Slapped. Yeah, and they're queuing up to slap her. <laughs> yeah. There should have been a fucking queue there, right up next to the <laughs> shake there that he sat next to to slap Schwab round his big wobbly face. I would have been at the front of the queue if I'd have been in that seminar. Nobody um, else would have gotten a chance if you'd have been at the front of the queue. I think you'd have done no, i had done the job. I'm very for fair else. minded. I'm very fair minded. And I'd have just slapped him hard enough so so that um he remained conscious for all the other slaps that he richly deserves. So yeah, there's my opinion. I've on got that. a funny feeling though, he might actually like that. Well, if he started to get aroused, we'd change the tactic. <laughs> yeah. Um, we need to find out what his safe word is and make the he's bastard eight, say it. All
0: right. He's he's eighty-five. <laughs> so I, I don't think he's got many years left in him. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know if he's gonna live to be as long as his mentor was. What was Kissinger? hundred, you know, when he when he finally kicked the bucket. So uh if he if he makes it another ten years, I'll be surprised, Schwab. He's he's yeah. looking a bit he's looking I a damn sight worse I now than what he, he was a few years ago. Oh I don't I either. See if I, I don't either, but it's the fact that the agenda will carry on is the point that I'm trying to make.
4: Yeah, yeah they, he's, they've already handed his that is, on. He's, his face is out there. He knows that. That's what he yeah, said right from the beginning. It's, it's trying to get digging right deep and behind these bastards. It's the but same. The way.
5: older they get, the older these, the closer these Machiavellian old twats get. People like Biden, people like Soros, people like Schwab, even Gates... The closer they get to a wooden box, the more keen they are for these advances that make them think that it's going to give them that level of more immortality, Um, the the keener they are to drive them forward, to drive that agenda, to drive that, that narrative that gets them the gene therapy, which they can afford, you know, out of loose change, hanging around in their pocket. They can afford the... The millions that it would cost to to have that kind of therapy, and um, I think that's that's another reason why everything was suddenly accelerated. Um, not just voting Trump into to the presidency, not just the UK voting for Brexit. It's their age, their their closeness to the grave that is making them drive this faster. The thing is, is even even
3: if the elite aren't speaking about the the gene therapy or the cybernetics or any of those kind of things, it's still going to come uh, just because if you look at um, science fiction, science fiction has been predicting uh, cybernetics or gene therapy for a long time. I honestly think it's going to it's going to hit the market just because of that. Yeah. I mean, as an example. Yeah, it's how it comes as as an example you look at the old Star Treks; they, they predicted things like tablets, smartphones, um, and a few other devices that we now have today. Uh, people use those as examples uh, to, to create or to kind of help guide uh, creating technologies. And it, it's, it's going to be no different for um, cybernetics and whatnot. Some of the advancements they've had in cybernetics, um, we, we've talked about it before, where um, they're able to use your, your nervous system and you can feel you, you can actually use the, the uh, cybernetic to feel uh, heat, pressure, vibration, all those kind of things. Um, that's eventually going to be small enough to house inside of just the, the limb itself and uh, implanted it in a human that's coming in the near future i think i think within the next 10 years we'll see that on the market
5: yeah and the like again going back to star trek they had the replicators is that what they they called them Yeah. so yeah. if, if like you wanted a, uh, yeah. yeah if you wanted a, um, a malt whiskey you'd go in you'd dial in the code for a malt whiskey and it would drag particles from wherever and create you something that looked and smelt and tasted like a malt whiskey. A little while ago, we were talking about that lunatic Italian in Edinburgh University that was turning plastic from bottles into a vanilla essence with which to flavour ice cream. What a convoluted, ridiculous, long... Expensive process to create vanilla. You can grow bloody stuff.
4: But the right? idea, the idea, the idea of all that is—it's—it's it's like um, it's one of the holy grails in science. They reckon it was five years ago. They reckon it was thirty years, maybe forty years before they actually get the nano. It's called a nano factory. It's called a nano factory. You put in. Anything, and you get out anything, because it's worked on the basis of everything to do with chemistry. As in, nothing does get destroyed; it just changes. And yeah, it's the basis of science, and so the nano factory has worked. Well, you, on that
5: you might call it a holy grail, and they might think of it as a holy grail. Both concepts are, to me, quite ridiculous. It's not necessary, and it's going down a path that we don't need to go down because we're not considering the price. Yeah, Johnny's put the Italian lunatic.
0: this was a uh, a Ukrainian woman, I believe. Oh,
5: she's Ukrainian. I believe so, Ukrainian, Italian. It's all the same to me, (laughs) but... um, It's plastic ice cream. Plastic ice cream, but in actual fact... No, I know
4: you're getting your tits out, Marty.
5: (laughs) Yeah, but in actual fact and it's even in a, like a little space age egg cup ice cream server looks like the the bottom portion of a rocket but the actual ice cream is is ice cream yeah. it's just the
4: flavoring that was made from plastic oh it's just it's it's just hype it's just garbage but the, the thing is when you've got an inevitability of who says it's inevitable? Like, what nanofactory and stuff like that? Yeah, who says of it's science. inevitable? The progression it's of science. Be, is progression it? of science. It's,
5: it's progressing science in a, a direction that is not required. It's a waste of resources. It's pushing stuff into a way <laughs> okay, okay, that we don't okay. need. If we can what? grow vanilla, if we can well, distill more whiskey, if we can do all of these things already, why do we need a nano factory there's also another you law of uh, it... in and get something out the other side it's a lifelong lesson isn't it it's a it's one of the oldest lessons you don't get something for nothing there's always there's always a cost and i think the cost of pushing science in certain directions is too high a cost to pay and that is the problem we we have to stop telling ourselves that it's inevitable, that it's the holy grail, and I'm not having to dig at you because their phrases no, right. that they use themselves.
4: No, I'm the not praising them use. for the ideal of it. the The thing is, it the, what they have. You see, it's the moral standing and the ethical standing and the controls that need to be put in place. If something's going to happen, they have to be in place. Whether it takes what you see, what they want to do is, which is proven over the last few years that they've done straight away whack in a day in a week what should never have happened or what should have been investigated in a controlled science for 15 years yeah uh,
5: that, and that's the difference it's this 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 concept of putting these kind of research projects on any kind of pedestal, calling them things like the Holy Grail of science that makes the rest of us go, oh, well, it must be important then, rather than questioning what is in the point some, in, 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 in doing respects,
4: it. In some respects, it is um, very important because if you, I mean, Marty, you've got your own opinions. I've got my opinions. So is But well, for anybody with the opinion that they want to get out into the garden of the universe, and if you've got such places as uninhabitable places, places you could still if you had a nano factory you could still live there and generate stuff while you try to terraform it naturally you could try and do all sorts of things it opens up uh and the mate it's like everything it's a tool yeah
5: but the, the the trouble is with these temporary solutions and i've noticed it particularly in business organizations um you've got a problem uh, you come up with a solution that is not ideal, and it's pushed forward as a temporary solution. But they become the permanent solution,
4: that's, uh, and that's, that's what they've done to medication symptoms.
5: Uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of what happens. So yes, with a nano factory, you could take it off to Mars, and it could make things for you. Um, there, there are they're even three D printing stakes already printing 4d printing as well yeah but steaks i mean meat they are doing it with meat it's it's going in at some kind of uh base protein powder level and what's coming out is being turned into meat uh it's already it's already kind of happening but there's a law of diminishing returns and the more you make stuff that you're using for nutrition or or whatever out of out of base material, there is a diminishing return, and it's it becomes necessarily- less and less good. Yeah. That looks yeah. good, doesn't it? They, That's your stake, right Nature has shown there. Us the levels. Yeah, there it is. There's there's a 3D printed stake.
4: Yeah, but the thing is, the the pros, pro, it's not like everything. It's a tool. If it's used correctly, it it didn't say you have to use it for mm. food or nutrition. But as as, as, use as for of you to whatever building materials you need. But if you create create the structures or the stuff for the structures that you could go, whoa, okay, then we can do whatever we need to do nutritionally, whether we need to do hydroponics and everything else within these structures. It's just using it correctly. Like you say, we
5: we can't trust we can't trust our current politicians and our current loyal to those politicians, scientists to do anything in an ethical manner. No, we can't. Uh, well, I'm I'm talking around in circles here. So, and I did say I was going to shut up. So, I am now shutting up.
3: No, I we we both agree and disagree on different levels. But yeah, the thing is, though, uh, I, I I would point out that if we got to the point to where we could use nanotech, or for that matter, we're we're restructuring uh, matter from a plasma state and uh, you know altering it. The, the thing is, is if we get to that point, that means we have a better understanding of matter altogether. And it it could, uh, open the door for materials that don't currently exist that are l- like miracle materials, if you will, that are, um, you know, super light, super strong, what have, you know, uh, highly corrosive resistant and so forth. Uh, it, it's possible that We'll discover new things that uh, we have yet to to uh, find. So I'm personally, I'm not I'm not necessarily against the idea of the nanotech stuff or, or you know, um, uh, the plasma state alterations uh, kind of kind of like what the Star Trek universe plays with. Um, it does open the door for things like um, uh, if, if the protein re-sequ- uh, resequencing uh, from Star Trek, uh, the earlier versions of that, that would actually help with like food uh, in, in places that it's more difficult to grow or, uh, you, you, you have difficulty with, um, governments or those kind of things. So there, there is places it could be used, but there's also just as any tech, we, we talk about it with, uh, uh computers and, and, uh, you know, your smartphones, what have you, there's always a negative to this. Yes, it, it could, it can be used as a tool to be good, to help people, to, uh, extend life, but at the same time, um, every technology has a negative. I mean, look at nuclear energy. Great. Fantastic. It's a very safe uh, L- um, form of energy, except it's also a nuclear weapon. can could be made out of it. So it, same thing with uh, nanotech. Yeah,
4: exactly. I mean, if you go down the road, you're saying, but it's a who's life. It should be for everybody.
3: Well, look at this thing that's that Gates wants to do. It should yeah, look be this.
4: for
0: everybody. Look at this thing that Gates wants to do. He wants to do these transgenic edible vaccines out of like lettuce and spinach, if you remember. And they actually oh, blocked that. I, I know he is. But th- the fact is, is that that's, that particular line of research is actually being
3: done. Is my point, and you'd be forced to take it. You wouldn't even know that you you're taking know. it. Yeah, you're just eating a food from a restaurant or what have you, and it's already built into that. You know, your, your because, salad because that you're eating because they're going to
4: give you. You're going to take what's available. That, and you don't really want to be in a position of a lack of choice. I mean, but they're pushing it. I mean, you, you asked me the other day, and you fired me off in a direction because I heard you speaking about. Well, nothing seems to be happening to the UK farmers. Well, I'm sorry, it has, and it's been going on for longer than what you think, because um, I, I was looking into it, and I found some documents, and they're not very nice at all, and they actually explain to some uh, level why Gates is buying up your farmland as well, mm-hmm. and the hypocrisy of it is all, because um, if you go, and the trouble is, this has been done during, what years do you think these papers were written?
0: Uh, I'm going to go with- Since COVID started? I was going to go within the last five years, Yeah. Yeah. Basically,
4: unlike, say, we're in, we're, they do it subtly in this country, don't they? They send the man from the ministry round, don't they, my... The man from the yeah. ministry is going to come around and see you. <laughs> and he, he comes around and tells the farmers, basically. They've been going around telling the farmers, and it's all... Europe was used as a tool to create this subsidy thing, yeah? Subsidies. Uh, under the guise of trade and everything else free trade but we're gonna have to subsidize the farmers so everybody gets a bite of the apple and everything and they totally broke it messed it up and it was just a waste of time and weather but once created this subsidies is what's being used in the opposite direction to force farmers to either not produce or whatever or be told what they're going to do otherwise they could tend to lose everything but what's nasty go on mighty. I, just I, was just
5: gonna, I was just going I was just going to say um I don't know if any of you three have watched Clarkson's farm. Um, I've seen um, oh, Jeremy, it?
0: Yeah. yeah
5: Jeremy Yeah Clarkson. Jer- Jeremy Clarkson has bought a working farm. He struggled farm. in the first year, didn't he? He's well he's struggling all the Farmers time. Too, yeah. Um yeah. and and it is a constant uh fight to you know make any any money out of it but what you have to do every year and it's about a two-week process of gathering data from your own um you know production and 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 plant growth and and uh cattle uh production everything that you've happened, yeah. you have to gather all that data and fill in forms to send off to the ministry of agriculture uh, and that is to get your subsidies to get your quotas um yeah. the amount of if you're a dairy farmer the amount of milk you're allowed to produce uh the the, the amount of arable crops um and what types t- that you're allowed to grow and you get your subsidies and it, it's a it's a form of tax relief but it comes in hard cash it, it comes straight <laughs> into the farmers' pockets and before leaving the EU, it was a case of the EU Commission and the that they would dictate who's allowed to grow what and, yeah. and produce and produce what. And so it is we have been under the cosh for a long time. Uh, and you would have thought that Brexit would have uh, allowed us to fix that and our farms could be as productive as they possibly can be but no they are still uh, controlling farmers by the use of these subsidies if oh, you yeah. if you give someone something once you get gratitude do it twice you create an expectation do it three times you get dependence and farmers are now dependent on these subsidies and yeah. tax breaks uh, in order to continue farming and and that's where it's all gone Horribly wrong.
4: Well, it's gone right for them, the bastards in the dark. Yeah. Because in September 2021, UN agencies called on governments while all this was going on, right, to reappraise, yeah, and reorganise their support for farming sectors. And that's what they called. And the head, the director general of the FAO, which is, we've talked about the Food and Agricultural Organization, because that was the first one created before the actual UN, wasn't it? That was a trial run. Yeah, it was before
0: the World Food Programme, yeah.
4: Yeah, was a a chap called Q Dongjin. I wonder where he was from.
0: Gee, I wonder what what country he could be from. (laughs) Right. Essex, Essex, yeah.
4: So so you've got the UN um, uh, Environmental Programme alongside the UN Development Programme all shouting this, yeah? But the thing is, what... What are targets? The meat and dairy areas, because they then started to spout the greenhouse gases. Yeah. And they came up with things like better nutrition, better production, better environment, better life. And then on the other side, this is for high income countries and on, on low income countries. Yeah. They wanted them to stop large farming, reduce the use of fertilizers and everything else, mono farming, you know, like one big product. Yeah, over a large area. They wanted to reduce that. So then guess what gets written up? We've got that. Well, yeah. Well, what did they do? They they, they also said, basically, they had the real cheek to say at the UN, somebody who's supposed to be helping the, to feed the world since the 40s and 50s, saying there's 2.37 billion people around the world that lack year-round access to adequate food. Yeah, because you've denied it. With all the money that's gone through your levels of bureaucracy, you've denied it, right? So... In our country, we've got the Food and Drink Sector Council. And February 2020, there was a report they made before this meeting to revolutionize farming. And they put in there something called super farms huge high tech super farms, agricultural productivity working group support, right? So, what they want is they want farmers not to farm. So, huge yes. corporate farms can get set up in their place.
0: Yes, we actually so do they this use it. in so, the States.
4: Yeah, so they focus, and the focus is going to be on robotics and insect biomass to phase out meat farming. And this is a paper, a UK paper, that's been put together. So this has been going on since 2020. Um, the farmers, would. this is one thing, This is, and if the farmers know this, they must know this, because I've read the paper. It also says farmers will not be allowed to hand down their farms to their children.
5: You yep. see, Whoops. this is this is where Napoleon actually got it right. During Napoleonic times in France, laws were passed which said that when the landowner died, his land didn't just go to the eldest, it had to be evenly distributed between all of all of their all of his offspring. Yeah. Which meant that actually French farms got smaller and less efficient. Whereas UK farms were getting larger and larger and more efficient,
4: yeah, we used subsistence farmers, yeah,
5: but subsistence farmers, yeah, and if Africa had good subsistence farmers who, first of all, produced enough food to feed their own family, then sold on their excess produce. That would be one thing, but no, these super farms and these mono farms uh, are becoming more and more prevalent. Uh, I mentioned my mother-in-law earlier in this podcast, and one of our Sunday evening events was watching a program, which is still on, called File. Used to have um, John Noakes, not John Noakes, but uh, John Craven, it off of John Craven's, Craven's Newsround. News yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Not just in the last five years, but in the last ten years, episode after episode, it's always included some form of automation that's just come into farming. Uh, you know, it's on every week, every Sunday. Uh, I can't watch it anymore because I just swear at the television oh. constantly the moment it starts, uh, and and so I'm afraid my mother-in-law now has to watch something else uh, on a Sunday because. Oh my.
4: On, I know man. it adds a new meaning, doesn't it? it adds a new we, meaning to country file.
5: Yeah. Well, you don't want me Lord Mayor in, in your ear while you're trying to digest your Sunday lunch, do you? So yeah, Country File is now something I don't watch anymore because you can see as a bearing in mind it's a BBC programme, how much this uh concept of a narrative about automation and you don't need farm labourers, you don't need oh yeah. Farmers, you just need one big farm and a, a, a few hundred robots. And guess,
4: and guess what it said in the uh, actual papers uh, after it, so it continued on after um, uh, saying that the farmers can't shouldn't be allowed to hand on their farms. So that gets rid of that. It says that if you want to become part of these farms, you have to go to university to learn to farm. Yeah, <laughs> well, most people university
5: do nowadays. <laughs> hold on a yeah. second. <laughs> so you have to hold on a minute. So now
0: you have to go get a certificate in transgender studies. <laughs> to learn how to be a farmer is that right is that what you're saying yeah, but yeah, you... there's
4: a nice there's a nice word that comes out of it you know because these high tech robotic firms there's a word for them it's called Frankenfarming.
0: Frankenfarming. franken farming franken farming franken as in frankenstein yeah yeah, yeah.
4: franken farming it's
0: just back, awesome. back
4: when
5: back when i was uh, a member of the pheasant shoot and we used to do all our own la- uh, you know forestry um animal husbandry on our pheasants The farms that we had our pens on were mostly tenant farmers and the landowner was the squire of Southwark and he was actually, or he he is, a solicitor from London who didn't have a clue that he was the the next to inherit the Southwark estate. It also includes the building where D-Day was planned, Southwark House. And uh, his, his auntie died and he wound up with a lot of it. So he had all these farms and all this land and he just rents them out to tenant farmers. But those tenant farmers were also putting in their subsidies and they used to get paid. And I'm not sure how much it was, but it was something like, Possibly £20,000 a year to put aside maybe just a quarter of an acre to a thing they called a game crop, which was just a strip of land planted with all the kinds of wildflowers and wild grasses that animals like to eat. And that's how ridiculous it was. That money was coming from taxpayers right the way across Europe, but mostly France, Germany, and the UK, because we're the ones who paid the most in. So they'd put aside a quarter of an acre and get 20 grand a year just for that. When you've got a farm of 50, 60 acres, if you've got that kind of yield out of each quarter of an acre you're laughing that's like what i said you'll, you'll never see uh, a poor a, poor a poor farmer you'll never see a farmer on a bike but they have to fill in a metric f- ton of paperwork
0: to get their subsidies every year yeah. i'd just like to point uh, but out you, you say, might
4: i mean a farmer might be a thing of the past i, I, just, I was, just like it, to point it, out
0: he said that you'd never see a farmer on a bike i know a lot of farmers that ride bicycles at least in you know my home state of ohio I know, and i've heard of a few others in some other states and they say that if everybody would do that to you know go pick up a couple of things in, in town at the shop or whatever then what could the government do you wouldn't have to worry about being dependent on their oil
5: that is also true however um if i owned a farm and had enough land room for a pony i'd be riding in and out of town on a horse no, yeah, that's yeah. True, yeah. yeah trap pony and trap
3: uh, here here in the states uh, in missouri specifically i know this for sure you actually can take your farmland and just let it sit there and the government will pay you more than you could make on a uh profit um or you know for-profit uh crop what kind? Uh, oh, yeah understand. we subsidize yeah. it
0: bruce you you actually you can still i know this is <laughs> this is kind of like but i i'm pretty sure down there you can still i think farmers and ranchers they still ride their
3: horses into town to do yeah. things yeah and yeah, you, you, you can still, still do that we'll see some every once in a while here in the smaller towns yeah somebody will come riding in on a horse and hit up the store or the convenience store or whatever or go to launch or something and then uh there you go, You see,
4: it's just something about being here. It's like if you take, if you go back to one of those papers we saw before about absolute zero, they're talking about
5: net no, zero, no, not, no, not absolute absolute zero. What, well, as in, was it three hundred and eighty degrees kel minus three hundred and eighty <laughs> degrees Kelvin? No,
4: you've got net zero, and then remember the university has put uh, advisory papers to work with the government to get absolute zero, and it's under something called fire. If you looked it up, we talked about it a while ago. And in there, it talked about only the three airports and no imports. Oh, yes. No, no, you remember, no imports via ships or planes and stuff like that. And if you wanted to go to these only three airports, I mean, so how many restrictions are we talking in this country? I mean, you you add all these together with that. I mean, that has been going on since 2020, that paper. I mean, you wanted to know what's happening in this country and it's nasty and it's shitty. So it is going on in a real bad way. That was Oxford
5: at, University as well, wasn't it? That was, yeah, that it, it was
4: Oxford, it was the College of London, yeah, all well, those horrible things. But uh, yeah, all that but
5: aside, all that aside, I still want one day to be able to ride up to uh, a convenience store with one of those long poles horizontal at the front flick off my reins, and tie a perfect clove hitch so that the horse is tethered
0: before I get off of it. See, Marty, you need to go see... You need to visit Bruce. Yeah?
3: He'll take you around. Go
4: go into a saloon with swing doors. I've got the hat.
3: There there is actually... um, If you know the movie True Grit, um, one of the places I used to live, uh, Ridgeway, there's a restaurant up there called True Grit. Um, They actually still have the... tying post and whatnot yeah. in front of the, the quote-unquote saloon. Um, and they have a lot of mem- memorabilia and whatnot in there because of the, the movie. It shouldn't be memorabilia. It should be living. Yeah. Uh,
5: and th- this this is where I have to be full disclosure, but that, that fire thing, that, that Oxford University, London City College and whatever the other one was that, that was doing that investigation, um, I personally believe your food... Your your normal, everyday staples, and that includes the meat, shouldn't have to travel more than about 40 miles. So if we had proper subsistence, diverse farming in this country, that would be a possibility. So that would be half of the battle fought already. As for the predictions about we're only going to have this many airports and people can't travel, they can f*** off.
0: I'm off to Australia soon, so they can kiss my ass. Yeah, but your steaks in the UK, that was one of the, that's actually, going back to Jeremy Clarkson, that was one of his biggest complaints. He's actually trying to do the process you're talking about. He's Locally, trying to yeah. do, yeah, he's trying to do the grass-fed beef and yeah. do it all organically and everything. And f- he was actually explaining this process in one one of his videos on on he was doing as a documentary. He said that it costs more for him to... Have the process naturally, as in grass-fed, and and have it uh, put down and taken to slaughter, and uh, and then wrapped and and done all you know everything it has to go through and, and go through all the process. And then actually take it to market and put it on a plate. That costs more for him to do that within a twenty mile radius than it does for them to ship in um, beef, from uh, beef from Australia. Beef from Australia, yes, uh, and that's yeah. that's actually done uh, on the industrial level. And it's not even grass fed; it's corn fed. But
5: it's the it's the economy of scale, isn't it? And it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. Uh, and. You know, you wouldn't mind paying a little bit extra if you knew that your beef or your lamb or your pork came from just up the road because you could feel a little bit better about yourself environmentally if you knew that your food hadn't traveled thousands of miles to get to you.
4: Well, if you um, think about it, at the end of the Second World War, I do, mate. Food, I just have. How how much food was being produced here? By the end of the war, there was loads because it was big really for the... Britain, we were, big for victory. Eight times, we, were, we were producing eight times the requirement of our actual population. You're a net exporter, basically. And they and basically then it started. No, because during the war, it was ramped up so much, yeah, and of course, then of course, afterwards. And basically, then it started to decline. This is. And could be a self-sufficient nation quite easily, definitely. But, in food.
5: we're we're not being allowed to be. That's the problem. Look at what's happened. There's been recent. I say recent in the last ten to fifteen years. There was the foot and mouth outbreaks that caused our entire and and the, all this stuff about Christ Christfeld Jacob disease, where whole herds were put down uh, and so on. I'm I'm pretty sure all of that was made up. Bullshit, No pun intended. In China and in Vietnam, just about every pig that they've got in their agricultural system has got foot and mouth, and yet they're eating it all the time. It hasn't hurt anybody. It doesn't seem to have transferred across to them. And yet we have allowed our livestock herds to be slaughtered uh, and then just disposed of several times in the last 10 to 15 years, 20 years, uh, and we just keep letting this crap happen to us. And it, it's because because we've been dumbed down to a certain extent. The farmers don't give uh, a fat rat's ass, to be honest, because when they get their herd or flock exterminated because of a disease – they still get paid for it and they haven't had to go to the trouble of feeding them uh, all the animal husbandry for for a year, year and a half, and then getting them processed by butcher and sold on that way. So every time a herd gets exterminated, the farmer still gets paid, but he gets paid from the taxpayer.
4: But it sounds like their time's up, doesn't it?
0: And speaking of that, so is ours. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Do you have any... Points you wanted to bring up further, Ned. Do you have anything else you want to cover this week? Well, oh, there's, there's plenty of stuff, mate. Don't don't even okay. go there. Well, if I, I, I guess I, if I,
4: if I push it, it,
0: then he'll that we'll be here for another half an hour.
4: So. But, but for Marty, for Marty, I did I have a wonderful word for you. Oh, sure, then all uh, right, it's called iotrogenic or iatrogenic you know Iatrogenic or iatrogenesis. Um,
5: is that where you create um? a
0: new life form out of your stem cells. <laughs> no. That's a really no. good guess. I don't know how anyone would no. arrive at such a conclusion within a few moments, but, but yeah.
4: But the point is, iatrogenesis is actually because I put it alongside mRNA for one th- reason. It's the causation of a disease, a harmful complication, or o- other ill effect by any medical activity, including diagnosis intervention, error, or negligence. Ah. There you go.
5: That that fits the bill, doesn't it? It does. And that's what I'm spouting off about. Every time we talk about a new advance in science that's going to do this, that, or the other, it's going to have that iatrogenesis, or however you pronounce it, um, as a possibility. Well, you know we have uh, um, family dinner every Wednesday. Both kids come back, grandkids dog everyone comes around and i feed them all but we also play words of the week and my son-in-law does his absolute utmost to find words that i will have no chance of of knowing or guessing and and so far i'm on about an 85 percent success rate so I, I do love i do love a big word i am renowned for the exuberance of my verbosity good you can shove that one in it as well I will. Iatrogenesis. Thank you very much.
4: You're gonna look it up, though, aren't you? No,
5: I don't need to. You've just explained it to me. Why would I? Why would I waste my time doing research that you've already done? <laughs> I don't
0: know. He's why got I more television that. to watch, Ned. You can't distract him from that. He's got more entertainment to clue us all into because we don't watch it.
5: Well, you have to. I'm a. I'm no, a I do Observer. No, no, I oh, have. Oh, you have to. I have to.
4: He just needs to absorb things. I
5: was, I was using the royal you. I have to because
0: none of the rest of you do. So um I never did I'm get your still, final analysis on the uh the the entertainment series that I sent you.
5: That's because we haven't still we have still to watch the final episode. Oh goodness. Oh.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah. That, so
5: and there's a documentary to go after it as well. There and we I'm beginning to have a very high opinion of John Adams, but I've got a funny feeling that that other parts of history because didn't he want to call the president something quite different? Yes. As in the he most very- high exalted. <laughs> well, or yes. Like he,
0: well, these were suggestions that he put out. Yes, it was that. Or uh, he wanted to uh, actually even he went as far as to even say his majesty. Uh, and yeah. everyone everyone kind of looked at him and said, uh, hang on a minute. This is what we're trying to get away from. We don't want to recreate yeah. exactly yeah. what we're trying to get away from. We're fighting a revolution and we gained our independence to get away from this. So we don't want to do so this So until,
5: until those mad scientists that I despise invent a time machine so that I can go back and actually observe these events and these individuals, then uh, you have to take uh, history-tainment History. to History, History and the payment. Yeah,
4: History and the for, pain.
5: for what it is. But was, no, I really oh, have enjoyed well that series. Yeah, yeah, it was very well done. Yeah, the actors did he's a fantastic a very, job. He's yeah. a very, very good actor. Yeah, uh, they all are. Everybody that, that was in it. Anyway, thank you, men. Sorry, I've uh, spoken too much as usual. Good to see you, Bruce. And you are looking ridiculously young. So is Johnny. Uh, you look all right, then. And um <laughs> thank you <very> much.
0: <laughs> you're welcome. Anyway, thank you very much. Right. We will go ahead and call this one done. For those of you who are interested in supporting our work, if you like the content that you're hearing, we would appreciate it if you would consider becoming possibly one of our paid subscribers and or contributing a small donation to us. The link will be in the program description down below. Thank you very much. That'll do it for us for today and for the rest of this weekend. It has been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great evening.